Welcome to Frontline Voices, a podcast by the Natural Resources Council of Maine. This year, NRCM Rising launched the Brookie Awards. This is a new program to honor six outstanding young environmental leaders in Maine. The inaugural group of Brookies gave talks about their work in June, and they shared the vision and values that motivate them. In this episode, you'll hear from Gabby Hillier, a 26-year-old fisheries scientist and conservationist from Orno. Here's Gabby. Scientists need the public, and the public needs science to solve problems. However, there is an intersection of difficulty where you as the public have a question and you want to talk to someone about it, but you don't know where to go. Now, I, as a scientist, really pride myself on involving the public throughout my research. I start this by listening, asking questions, and then I figure out which tools I have in my kit that apply to those problems, and I try to help solve them. But that usually doesn't start until someone asks me, hey, can you come down here and help us figure out what's going on outside in our environment and our world? The first step to any communication is the ask. Now, I've been working along the coast for four years in Maine, and I primarily worked in Waldeboro, trying to understand water quality problems, particularly how pollution moves around clam flats. And to do that, I used drifter buckets, a beautiful 10-gallon bucket with some GPS equipment that floats in the water and it tells me where pollution goes. One day, I'm trying to find one of my drifter buckets. They never float where I tell them to. And I figure out that one is stolen, which is not great. Now, the criminal mastermind who had stolen the bucket didn't realize this, but I can see everywhere they go. So I watch them drive to Portland, to Bath, stop for lunch, get gas. And during this time, I have town managers, shellfish committee members, and other folks calling me, patrolling the streets, looking for this bucket. Finally, I called the local police department, and the deputy who answered there knew about the project and was really excited to help, which is probably the most amazing thing as a researcher ever. Look, someone cares. We got the drifter bucket back, and afterwards, a lot of people who were involved in the search reached out to ask about the welfare of my child, the bucket, but also so many things. Where was this pollution coming from? Why was it affecting clamors? Was Megalodon from Shark Week real? Well, the pollution came from people. Why was it affecting clamors? Because clamors can't harvest or sell polluted clams. Was Megalodon from Shark Week real? Yes. Like a dinosaur. Very old, very real. And now, while my equipment being stolen shouldn't be the only opportunity for me to engage with a community on this level, that story really exemplified that being invited by the community allowed the people involved to take ownership of the research and ask their own questions. And you, as community members, can create your own scientific projects and then with some small help from a scientist, solve problems. Not only does it help solve problems, but it creates connections and conversation spaces that otherwise wouldn't be there. Scientists don't talk to the public unless they're asked to. So not only when you ask a scientist, are you getting more tools to help solve your own problems or creating a more formidable team in the face of your community's challenges, you're also getting a chance to talk and debate with a scientist on your home turf. And as a person who grew up in a loud Italian family, I welcome it. You can ask any question with impunity, and while myself and other scientists may struggle a bit, we will always try and point you in the right direction. Now, 
I was on a boat with clamors for a few hours a day each summer for two years. And during that time, usually it was myself and Glenn, the vice president of the local shellfish committee and local loudmouth clamor, his own words. We would be out alone on a generally quiet river at high tide and the conversation flowed whenever the boat engine wasn't roaring. We talked about the weather, our favorite Led Zeppelin songs, how the Red Sox were doing, and then one day, the conversation progressed to, what is climate change? And that is a big question, which is a huge, specific, fraught conversation between science and the general public. And while we didn't get to the perfect answer of Glenn now believes in climate change, and yes, he understands the pushing and the pulling of the environmental problems I face in my research and the world faces right now, we got to a point of understanding where this old white male climber realized, I'm not there to tell him this is what climate change is, and you're wrong. The conversation instead shifted to that these solutions I'm presenting to climate change weren't going to create new problems like higher taxes or loss of access in the way that he was experiencing. And in fact, we got to a space where he realized this adaptive climate policy, these community level changes, left him with many more options of not just creating and protecting his environment, but also his livelihood. We weren't on two different sides. We were just speaking two different languages. And not only does that show the extreme value of scientists working with community members, but it highlights the ways that we have to work together to solve these larger world problems. There's no way we can do this one or the other. Scientists need the public and the public needs science. And there are so many different ways to create the opportunity for shared creation of knowledge. One of the first steps is just asking the question. Hey, I live on Cape Cod and there's this new red weed that's growing all over my lawn, what should I do? Reach out to Dr. Randy Rochin or Dr. Wally Fulweiler at Boston University and ask them. Hey, I'm a teacher who wants to plan an amazing science-based field trip. What should I do? Connect with the Gulf of Maine Research Institute and ask them about their lab ventures. Hey, I'm a clammer who lives in Thomaston and we have some water quality problems that are closing down our clam flats. What can we do? Call Gabby Hillier at UMaine and she'll come down there with those drifter buckets. A scientist will respond with information, support, and dedication to helping solve problems. Ask the question, be big and bold, and make yourself heard. You as the public know the problems that you're facing in your community, you know your environment, you see the changes. You are the experts. Allow scientists to come and listen and lend a helping hand. Thank you. Thank you for listening to NRCM's podcast, Frontline Voices. To learn more about Gabby's work, please visit brookieawards.org. Please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Play. Thanks for listening.